No, I can't. This is it. We have to shoot today. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, we. I just. We are I can't stand being fucking hot. We're gonna get to that. That's one of the things I want to talk to you about today. We're, we've gotten to it because the show has begun. Yeah, I can. You're sweating, and I don't I'm know why you opted for long sleeves. Uh, look, I was trying to dress up for the pod. I didn't realize. Look, guys, it is like the Serengeti in here. Uh, I came home, I was in New York this weekend, and I came home, and Sara and I do sleep with the heat on, and I know it's strange, it's just what it is, and I think this is part of bringing this, the <laughs> studio up here, Uh huh. is it's hot as F. Yeah, it's Bikram. All right, introduce us. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how can I figure out how to talk about my girlfriend, Sar? Uh, well- <laughs> No, I, I'm gonna I, be real persnickety because I'm I, already hot. No, I'm. I was trying to figure. I was trying to do. I was trying to walk back how we got here uh-huh. and why we've never had these heat issues. And uh, who is we? It's <laughs> it's the duo of my safe word is more. This may be our last show if I continue to smoke out. Uh, Corinne in this way. I, uh, you did survive in Africa. He doesn't live in government housing. There's no reason I should have to be. This hot. It's 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 insanely hot. Chris is just shaking his head. I can see him in my periphery. And who is me? I am Al Jackson. <laughs> Welcome to My Safe Word is More. We are joined by our incredible three-time Emmy-winning producer, Mr. Chris Clark. Chris, welcome. Haven't seen you in forever. How are you? I just got billing above Corinne. Yeah, well, no, he does. Cor- I keep telling you guys, Corinne is the headliner. You've already stepped on it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Give it up for my girl. You've seen her on two seasons of Survivor, one episode, one season of The Amazing Race, but you can see her every week right here, all hot and sweaty mm. like Cinemax before porn was everywhere. Give it up for Corinne Kaplan. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Thank you. Corinne, you are so, you are, uh, you are definitely in the mode where you hate your Tinder date. But you're like, I'm going to be professional, I just, and no one's going to get me to act any way that I that I don't want to. But it is kind of cooling down a little bit. Do you feel that? No. Okay, I don't know. I was just trying okay. to see if I could set I was you thinking, out on that one. Chris has been on a beach. You know, he's he's missed our last few episodes, sadly. He's been on a beach in, in Greece, and I guarantee it's hotter in this room. Last year. Well, yeah. where the fuck were you this I year? I was in Wisconsin. I was about Chicago. to say Greece. I thought you were international. No, that was, that was last year. Oh, my God. I was, like, really scared to text you because I thought you were on a different time zone. I was like, oh, Ew, you spent your vacation in Wisconsin? His family lives there. So? But he, it's his mama. She's she's 99 like Warren Sapp. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I used to party with Warren Sapp. Yeah? Yeah. Shout out. Uh, first of all, shout out to the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, what a wild football team that will never exist again. Corinne, I, I know you got some cool stuff for us to get yeah, into. Yeah, let me give you a teaser because you don't know yet what I'm talking about. So we put Alan what you call the Price is Right headphones. So he can't hear Chris and I scheming about what we're going to talk about. And so I have three major things I'm going to cover. One, I went to Salt Lake City, Utah. Okay. And it's still Utah. Shout out. We're going to get into that. I went to be the emotional support animal for my friend's facelift in St. Louis. I remember getting texts, yes. And lastly, very appropriately, I would like to talk about some behavior I've been exhibiting lately that makes me seem like a fucking old lady. And I partially blame this on you, and you'll see why. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm cur- I'm curious. All right, so talk to me. How was how was uh Salt Lake? It's 
one of those places you want to make fun of and then you go there and it's beautiful and it's super clean and the people are smoking hot and everybody's really nice and you're like, this is yeah. weird, but I don't know if I dislike it. No, no, no. I, I mean, I almost moved to Salt Lake. Yeah. I mean, I truly it's almost great. moved there. Um, not it, for me. But. It's I love the space. I always say I love the space. Uh, it's not really like my vibe on a lot of other levels. <laughs> However, um, I think the people there are really nice, but that's also because I am white and not gay. Um, they don't but, need one token black guy that they could be nice to that doesn't play cornerback. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I'm going to explain that, like, I, I want to say that I've been traveling to Salt Lake probably for the last 10 years on a regular basis. I've always covered Salt Lake. It's just been part of, like, my region for my work for a long time. And when I took the new job, I wanted less travel, but I actually really didn't want to lose Salt Lake City. And so I still, the only travel I really have is on flights is to Salt Lake. So this was my first trip out with my new company. By the way, Salt Lake just sounds like a guy that, whose name we don't want to say mm-hmm. so you're like look I don't, I've done a lot but I don't want to lose Salt Lake yeah. you know he's he's got a lot of good things going for him yeah so um, I was all jazzed and my colleague Elise who also is what, relatively new to the job she came from my old company too um, I was like I'm so excited to show you all the things like bring bring your your hiking shoes we're gonna go on a hike Ooh. like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go to like my favorite uh, you know restaurants like all, I know Salt Lake really well Right, like I, I dated heavily in Salt Lake. I got a ton of exes in Salt Lake, <laughs> heavily. Describe it like a period. I know, okay. I know. Well, that's because mostly it was heavy petting because yeah. they're all <laughs> ex uh, Mormons that I dated. Anyways, so uh, I, I'm heading out there, and I tell her like, okay, book your your stuff. She cannot. I we cannot get a rental car. There are no hotel rooms available. It is totally bizarrely overcrowded like i couldn't understand the flights were outrageously expensive so i'm like i'm i i don't mean to like defend salt lake but it's usually very easy to get to and very easy to stay in like it's not like at all like this i don't understand there were no flights so finally i get there and i realize what had happened so i stay at this particular marriott because it is connected to a nordstrom and shout out <laughs> mama likes to shop and so um <laughs> you were gonna say you have points there no, I mean, I, I have points. There's, a, there's also... It's a but it is legitimately... Nordies. There's an elevator that takes me straight to Nordstrom from my hotel. You're like, is this heaven? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I get there and I realize immediately what's going on because I didn't have a choice. There are banners everywhere. There is women everywhere. And the smells hit me immediately. It is the... I find out it is the largest essential oil conference in the world. Oh, and it's, I thought it was NBA All-Star Weekend and you were about to say something racist. Oh, no. <laughs> I wish. No. In fact, my friend invited me to Summer League. Richard was there. Oh, yeah. In Vegas. Summer. And oh, I was like, I really just don't go to Vegas in the summer, even for something like that. But also and I was essential traveling. Essential oils. Essential oils. So if you guys don't know, I want to no be clear. Knows. It's going to seem like I'm making fun of essential oil sales and i want to be very clear i am it is very stupid okay so i get to this hotel and i see all these women and they're by the way they're all like you know their hair is all reverse curled they have like nice makeup on and most of the women there it's only women most of them are there with their mothers like i can see it's like two generations and that's just the saddest thing in the world to me so if you don't know essential oils the idea is and i only know this because i spent a week in the hotel where the conference was being held. Like, all the conference rooms, everything was for this. So you absorb this information, like, by osmosis, almost like kind the of. themselves. Yes. So, first of all, Jesus Christ, it was all these very strong – I mean, they smell nice. I'll give them that. Do they cure cancer? No. 
I'm going to go with no. So the conference is these sad women who pay in. And I'm sure I'm going to get some of the details wrong. Come at me if you want. I still think you're an idiot if you do this. So the idea is you buy, you, you're sold, you with your no medical background whatsoever has been convinced that ordinary people who are taking, you know, Zocor to lower their cholesterol could just be sniffing oil. You could just be wearing the oil, okay? So they're selling oil for all this crazy. It's not like they're saying, hey, you want to smell good? No, it's not a perfume con convention. It's aromatherapy. So they try to put this very medical spin on it. But what happens is these women, it's an MLM, just like any other one you've ever heard of. It's a pyramid. You, you got to buy whatever it is, five, dollars $10,000 worth of oils, and you got to peddle it to your friends. Now, the first thing I think all Mary these women pay for stank houses. Yes, the, the my my what I can see happening for sure is the first thing these women did, you know, because you got to get people underneath you. The first thing they did was get their mother involved. That's why everyone's yeah, there with their and mother. You bring along mom's friends too, of course, who's got, who have too much money and they are not very judicious with their dough. So I'm watching this conference. So uh, a couple things here. I'm no in no particular order. Um, the the conversations that I had to be fucking privy to at this because I you know I'm not in any of the conference rooms but I have to share elevators. I'll tell you what you know who you know who doesn't have enough money to be a Marriott Platinum Elite and using the concierge lounge I was in. All the people at this conference, oh. concierge lounge tumbleweeds. No one's in it. But every elevator ride I had, every every interaction in the lobby, I had to overhear these people talking, and they're they're really you know thriving if you will so i i hear oh. them going you know what it is it's the pharmaceutical industry that's trying to take us down they don't want the people to know that they don't need pharmaceuticals and i'm sitting there like i work for a pharmaceutical i i, I don't it's not it's, it's there's no point in in yelling at them like it's you know it's is yelling there a scent that covers statins <laughs> that keep you from having a heart attack yeah, and no, no, no. your kids on oh, christmas morning allow me they very much think there is now one of the more interesting things that i saw is uh, something called Zyto, which I have been trying to do some research on. I couldn't get a hold of my brother, um, but my I wanted my brother to give me like his his take on what what is fucking going on behind this. But it's a, they were like they, there was signage everywhere. Have you been scanned yet? Have you been scanned? And the concept is, you know how if you went to the physician for your yearly physical and you got an EKG or some kind of, you know. God, if you've ever had a CT scan, like these are these are what we would refer to as medical grade scans, right? Yes. You're actually getting something in return for the scan. This, You're saying there's medical equipment in the room that wouldn't also be found in a black college student's room? Yes. Okay. So this is, it basically, so this is the Zyto hand cradle. Please describe what you're seeing. Okay. This is definitely from Canva. And it, <laughs> it, it looks like there's a weird robot head. And then there's just a bunch of those uh, unisex person uh human being representatives oh that are scattered no, around this is the actual it looks like a mouse and it has sensors you put your hand on that oh, and it scans your hand oh, do you understand stop i know it's hard to tell Get because it's cartoonish looking okay so the i'm going to give you guys a little bit of background on the zyto as best i can please write in if you were dumb enough to buy this for your Booming essential oil practice. By the way, Zyto sounds like a word people use when they don't. They're trying to use like hip lingo, but they, they're trying to say like zero. They're like, look, there was no yeah. parking, nothing, nada, Zyto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. Go. <laughs> so the Zyto hand cradle measures the user's galvanic skin response. I might be saying that galvanic skin response and sends that data directly to the Zyto software for analysis. The GSR data is correlated and compared with virtual items in the software database. So what that's saying actually is 
is you sign up, you go, okay, I have all the essential oils from whatever, Fisher Price, whatever company makes them, okay? And it can, it will, it will just pull, it'll tell that person only oils that are made by Fisher Price, which would be really funny if they made oils, um, that, that correlate to things you need. What are the chances? And what's really insane is when you look at, like, the, what they're saying as to how this works, so under like the technology, they say, well, we often think about galvanic, I don't I'm butchering that, I'm sorry, skin response or electrodermal activity as being principally associated with lie detector tests. This handbook of psycho, so they, this is, they're saying, you know how a lie detector can, when you're all hooked up to that, it's, it's, it's detecting irregular heart rate, you know, potential sweating. They're claiming they can also use the same technology to determine what aromatherapy. And let me tell you the wellness areas, Al, okay? I want to know. Energy, immunity, gut health, detoxification, and my personal favorite, relationships. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? What? You could have at least, the first four you listed could have been on the outside of an airborne packet. Yeah. Relationships, you're reaching. I mean, yeah, guys, let's let's calm it down. And so you have to buy this and then buy a subscription um, to it. And then you'd be able to service this to your clients and be like, have you been Zyto hand cradled yet? Do you have any idea how hard it would be to get out of that subscription? Oh, my God. It would be impossible. Oh, we're going to transfer you to mm. our, oh, they're they're out of the office yeah. until Tuesday. You would never get out of that subscription. Yeah. Never. So I was every day looking at the board because <laughs> it tells you where each conference, because I was like, I was really trying, like, because I could kind of hear through the walls. I was definitely, like, lingering around trying to see, like, what I could pick up. I took pictures of what I could. I will definitely put those up. Um, one of the things that I thought was really funny is I saw under today's meetings, it tells you, like, which, which room each meeting is being held in. And, Al, if you'll read where the di- who's doing the dinner reception. Oh, okay. Uh Team Oily Families. Uh-huh. That's so disgusting. Uh-huh. Team Oily Families dinner reception in the Deer Valley room. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's uh, opposite the Spruce Society that is in Salon F. Mm-hmm. So oh, these, uh, these fuckers were so all over whack. my hotel, and I just felt insanely— it, did, it, Was there any— way that you could have snuck in any of these things i feel like i you tried i got clipped because they they all have lanyards on <laughs> i'm glad that you tried i love you <laughs> I, so t- I so did and i have video of that i will also post um i tried to get into what i really wanted to go to was the vendor booths because the exhibit hall i could see into it but in order to get past the desk i had to show my badge and i don't have a badge and god knows what they charged them for the conference badge right i'm sure that was a pretty 800 dollar fucking thing um Ugh. So I tried to look in and it was you could they're selling crystals and beads. And I just want to say that if you're a practitioner and, and you've got you're relying on crystals, like I, I, I think I have do a real know, problem do you know signing what, up for that. I, I just it's weird. You're telling me the story, but I'm thinking about your brother who has to sit and like calm himself, much like you had to do when you sat in this hot room and gather himself so he can tell a woman again that he does understand that she bought the uh, the uh, the specialty crystals from the oily family, mm-hmm. but she also <laughs> needs this surgery because she has mesothelioma yeah. and she's got two weeks to live. And she's yeah. like, but I got the blue ones, doc. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I can't, it, it's it's interesting that you can peddle things as medicinal. You can't, you shouldn't not, be. A- and not get in like a lot of trouble because people die from this all the time. Uh, like a, a preacher saying like, 
I put my hand on your forehead and you're uh-huh. good? Uh-huh. That's insane. Especially if you decide to go off meds like for epilepsy or something very serious because you think that the aromatherapy will work and then it doesn't. Um, okay, so uh, other other news of Salt Lake. So it was just a smidge hotter than this room in Salt Lake. <laughs> um, it was in the triple digits, and I was miserable with that. And uh, one of the things that we decided to do was I had heard this rumor. So I always stay the the. So if you're from Salt Lake or no Salt Lake, hi Nathan. Um, it's City Creek is the big shopping with the Nordstrom. On the like other that. side of City Creek is the full Mormon, like the Mecca. Like it's it's the tabernacle, the and it's you can take tours of it, but I feel like Is it gorgeous. Yeah, 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 yeah. They spared you know no the expense. Mormons didn't. Fuck no, they don't fuck around. Well, they got to give twenty percent of their income. So. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Mormons I, make dough, by the way. I mean, even if they don't, they have to give twenty percent. It doesn't matter. How do they know how much you make? I think they know everything. I think so. I think that's, I mean, we're getting, actually, that's a great tie into what I'm about to tell you. So um, I decide that uh, I want to take my colleague Elise to show her the Mormon temple, you know. As you do. (laughs) Yeah, because like I've done this tour so many times. I was like, we don't need the tour guides. I got it. (laughs) So we go over there and she goes, you know, my father told me something that there's like a place within the temple that you can get your genealogy done for free. And I was like, what? How did I not know about this? It turns out there is. It's a full, like, museum of sorts that's across the street from the temple. That's why I hadn't seen it. I didn't know it was a thing. And she goes, hey, we could just walk in, and they'll give you, like, a full family tree like you get on Ancestry.com. So I was like, But it's just Mormon, so it's just 23 and not them. (laughs) (laughs) No, so it's not just Mormon. But, okay, I was very concerned. Even when we were going to go toward the Mormon church, I'm very respectful. Like, look, I went, you know, I've been to Israel to – I did to Palestine. Like, I've done, like, the things – I've been to lots of – I've been to monasteries in Malaysia. Like, and I believe in, like, you know, observing the customs of you being Absolutely. respectful. Shout out. But I didn't have any clothes, and it was so hot out. And I said to her, I was like – all we had was workout outfits. And I was wearing, like, a midriff top, tank top, and, like, biker shorts. And she was in something similar. And I was like, look, we're just going to go to the front and tell them we understand that if this is disrespectful, we, you know, we don't have to come in. And uh, we did that. And they were like, no. No, it's very hot out. And I'm like, well, then why are you in a floor length skirt? <laughs> like, I don't think you're that sympathetic, but they want you they want you exposed to it so badly, yeah. I think. Do they go, no, not this way. You're going to go on the whore path. Yeah. That one's I, red. I felt like I felt so <laughs> obviously. I mean, I literally was in a midriff top. So we go inside and there are rows and rows and rows of computers, people sitting at them. And then there's all these volunteers, all of whom are. For the most part, we're older, like senior citizen volunteers, but there's 30 volunteers. I mean, so many people at this. And so they they go, as soon as we walk in, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I know, I know. I look like a street hooker. Let's just get this over with. So we go in and they they said, uh, okay, well, we, we, have to, we have to get you each set up at a computer with a volunteer. So, you know, snap your fingers. All, volunteers, like, come like ants. And they assigned me to the sweetest woman. Her name was Kay. And then my poor friend Elise, who I should mention is oh, – this is not important. She's a dime piece. She's very hot. But she's part Japanese. So she's not, you know yeah. – She stands out. She's 5'11 and oh half Japanese. God. Yeah. She's stunning. Chris, you would like her because you like big eyes. She's got, like – yeah, it just uh, like don't say like Chris is this unique thing. Like, yeah, he'd love this five eleven half Japanese yeah. chick. Yeah, uh, she's Everyone not very does. niche. Yeah, I think yeah. she can go anywhere on the planet. But she's your type. They assigned her some dude who was not as nice, and we were sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so what they first do is they tell us, okay, 
we have to get some information from you to set up an account. It's free. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, so we're going to need your email and then you have to set up a password. So she's panicking almost immediately. Like, this feels like a bad idea. Like, I don't want to set up an account. I don't want to, like, I, 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 this is how they get you or something. Yes. But um, we decide to go ahead with it. And I'm like, look, it's just our email. And, and like I said to her, like, don't give them a password used for anything else. How about don't give me a real me? Yeah. No, have to, Comcast. No, no, no. You have to give them the real email because you got to go in and verify it. Like, it would be really embarrassing. It's like if I gave you a wrong number and then you were like, okay, great. Call, you know, I'm going to call you right now and you'll have my number. And then, like, my phone doesn't ring. Oh, yeah. You can't do That's that. That's a rough one. So uh, I give them my email. Like the dude in the parking lot. Yes. Remember the guy that shot yes. a shot at the King Supers? Can I get some props for remembering that? Yeah. See what happens when you don't drink? I remember yeah. things. Welcome nice. to your life, Al. Um, so, so they, so I'm already warning Elise like not to give them a password you use for anything else. And then it's showtime, and I, she goes, "Okay, please type in a password." And I don't know what, what the fuck happened to me, but I was like, I can't think of a single password. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything. I could only think of the passwords I use on everything else. And I was like, God, Corinne, just make something up. So I go with good times Corinne 1974. It's the year my parents got married. Okay. I don't know what I, it's just, this is what I, this is what I pulled out. I feel like that's carved into a bathroom wall in a gas station somewhere. Okay. Well, it gets worse. These whack jobs after I put it in, she grabs a little business card and it says like, um, you know, like the website address and then password. And she goes, wh- she has a pen in her hand. And she goes, okay, great. And then she clicks the eyeball button so she can see the password Shut to write mouth. it on the card. And Shut I was like, your mouth. And Elise was freaking out. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? That's what the point of a password is. You don't tell anyone the password. And now she sees Good Times Corinne 1974. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have no explanation. I don't try and explain it. Like, I don't think you need to explain it. <laughs> I think you nailed it. It was just so unfortunate. I didn't think she would see it. Of course I didn't think she would. Why would she? That's why you said a password. Yeah. What do you mean you're going to look at? She didn't ask me or anything. She just puts the little eyeball, which, you know, shows. You know what it is? They are so used to being around people that have nothing to hide that that's never come up. That they've never, they wouldn't even understand. That's why, like, they would be like, well, why would you have two emails? Why would you have a dummy Instagram account? Right. This is when I send pictures of my dick on. So that's why I have that one. <laughs> like they don't under, they don't live yeah. like that. So yeah. they don't get it. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So I go through and I find out the genealogy of like, like, so they're like, okay, can I have your, your mother's first name, last name, date of birth, your father's first name, last name, date of birth. What was your mom's maiden name? And I was like, all right, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And they're like, well, this is how it starts because we don't, we only have the dead relatives, not the living ones. And I was like, but it feels like I'm giving you a lot of information. I was just so on high alert. Like, I don't understand why. So I asked the volunteer a bunch of questions. I was like, are you, like, I'm like, are you being held here against your will? Yeah. And she's like, what does the K stand for? Kidnapped? (laughs) Help me. So I'm like, she goes, oh, I love this. I just started doing it about six months ago. And I was like, do you, do you just work like an hour, two hours a day or something? And she goes, no. I work a full day, every day, five days a week. She comes in and she helps these people with their genealogy. And she said, I get Can we get one of these people for a podcast? I know, right? If we're just <laughs> handing out free labor here. Jesus Lord. Yeah. And I just I just kept needling her. And I was like, but but why though? 
but why though? And she's like, because we think family really matters. And I was like, but why does my family matter? <laughs> We're a bunch of Jews. Like, I don't know what we have to do with anything. Anyways, they go in and it was pretty remarkable. She pulls up, first of all, Elise denied, every, Elise got rid of her dude. The, like the second he wanted to see her password, she was like, bye. <laughs> I stayed for an hour. I was like all about it. What did I was, Elise do? Um, she tried slow. to navigate herself on the website. Um, I, she barely got anywhere. It's very complicated. Very because there's all these things that you have to click on and, and you have to pull up this census from 1950. and da, 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 da. So they pull up these crazy things. Like they have documents that my great-grandfather signed when he came over from Austria. Jesus. And they have his name, his children's names, like my grandfather, his five sisters, who they were married to because they're all dead. This is all super personal. Super personal. I don't and like then that. She, she goes, she goes, oh, because you can see all the documents they pulled information to get to put. Uh, if your family member is listed, it'll tell you all the documents of how they got there. And she goes, oh, it looks like we have a photograph of his headstone. And I was like, what? Yeah. So she clicks on a picture. Shut and my grandfather's, you know, he's in a in a drawer. I know you hate when I call it that. The mausoleum. Yeah. And it's my grandfather's stone. Somebody went to the the memorial, whatever. I forget the, it's when? a Jewish cemetery. I don't know. And it doesn't say who uploaded it. So anyways. This is so weird. Thank you. This I knew you'd have so a take on this. This is so weird, Corinne. And this is the thing. I don't want to get into looking at this too broadly. But I am from I, uh, I'm 46. I don't feel comfortable sharing inf all this information with randos, and I feel like I'm the weirdo in today's society where it's like, yeah, I, I met this girl on the internet and we're meeting for coffee. It's like you don't know this motherfucker. No, they could slit your throat, which sometimes they do. Yeah, I don't want anybody to have to be that comfortable to take a picture of my grandfather's headstone, dude. What the, like, I mean. Does anything mean anything anymore? I have no. Or is no, everything just open? I have no idea. This was so bizarre to me. And I just couldn't get grasp, like, why, why though? Why though? Why, what do you get out of this? You must get something out of this. So I asked uh, my buddy Nathan, who's ex-Mormon, I was like, well, I was like, what happens now? Because I did give them all my information. Yeah. I really, I'm very, you know, I, I yeah, you I'm panicked. very. You panicked. I just. But you know what? I the reason that I think we click as a duo, and the reason I gravitated towards you immediately, is you, and my uh, to uh, an equal degree, my co-host Sam Shocker lack the ability to lie, and it's it's a very attractive characteristic because everybody's so full of hey, how are you? You look great. No, you you killed it. You did really good. I love that you're just like that sucked. I didn't like this, uh, yeah. or I love that. In everything you say, I'm like. Now I know how this person feels and we can proceed right, in a direction. Right. But you give me something to work with rather than this bland, fake niceness that's almost weirdly Mormon. That everybody's kind of, but it's not real because whenever some shit gets really real, as soon as you walk out of the room, Corinne, that bitch, you think I saw her moving up on her man. I wish she would. It's like, yo, let's have it, let's have it out now. I mean, and, I. And you, I, you're honest. So I believe that you would just give it up. Yeah, well, yeah, I was just like, honestly, I'm here for the free, the free ancestry. Like, if this is what I got to do to get it, all right. I mean, my grandfather's been dead for a while. It's not going to change that. Like, <laughs> all right, it's creepy. You have a picture of of the headstone, but um, let's keep going here. But what if they like? So I asked uncover, Nathan, like, and he was your like, "Your grandfather had a second family. That must oh, happen." So, well, originally, um, we both went in going, "Oh, look up my ex and see." Like, I was going to look at like. The, 
I don't know, the guy I lost my virginity to. Or like, you know, like I was, I thought we could get up and you can't get into anyone else's business because you have to know way too much information. You really can only do your own. You can on the whore path. Uh huh. You can look up different right. things. There's a red button. It's like, <laughs> do you really want to know? Well, so I said to Elise, I was like, so either we're leaving, we're not getting out of Salt Lake without fucking getting hustled into selling essential oils or now all of a sudden we're part of the Mormon church. Like we were just making very questionable decisions the entire time we were there. Okay. I just thought about something though. Mm-hmm. You're at a conference, uh, you know, for medical reasons. Let's say by accident you effed around and, and a bunch of people were like, oh, you're such a great saleswoman. And then you saw uh-huh. what you could make. Yeah. Well, could you be a, a because you have you're famous, you have great skin, you look healthy, you are healthy, you live that lifestyle and you walk it like you like you talk it. And I think if you could just hide like some of the like not get drunk with them, you could convince these uh, these Mormons with too much money to give you some of it for their for your mm. fake essential energy crystal. <laughs> That's good on in, in March and November. Well, I'll tell you, the only time I ever thought about pivoting out of medical sales was when I bought my hot tub. And the person who sold it to me, I don't care if she hears this, she was a really shitty salesman. Like, I was primed. I was going to walk out of there and drop $10,000. Like, I did not know you can negotiate. And this woman did not know. I mean, she could have done, she could have sold me so much more. She was so bad at it that when it was delivered to me and I got to be friends with the the spa guy that I use, I was like, how much do these people make? Because, like, I could definitely, like, what I got to do to get you in a hot tub today? Like, I could sell hot tubs. Yeah. And he's like, the good ones make. 300 grand a year. And I was like, excuse me? Shut your mouth. I feel like you've had a number of repair people. I'm thinking about the guy at Wayfair. Yes. And he's all like, you have beautiful eyes and let me get, let's get Mm -hmm. closer to this. No, then he drunk dialed me. Right. Yes. Yeah. Any man that's looking to buy a hot tub, no different than a man that's looking to buy perfume for his wife at Christmas. The, The pretty woman at the counter can upsell this dude because he's, he's willing to pay money to keep that conversation going. That's really what you're paying for. True, but also the reality is if, you, if, you, if you've walked into a hot tub store, you are low-hanging fruit. You're already interested. It's not like I got to go stand on a corner and be like, hot tubs, hot tubs. Like, <laughs> so you spinning a sign? Yeah, no, you're it. already in the store. I could definitely sell you a hot tub. Definitely. This woman was just like high pressure and terrible. Um, I think you'd be really good at that. I know, but apparently the hot tub sales have declined. So during the pandemic, they were impossible to get. Oh, because everybody's like, and now that the earth is on fire, less people are interested. Oh yeah, they need to start selling cool tubs. Yeah, also known as bathtubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Outdoor bathtubs. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Utah wraps up, and I go. Oh, I wanted to mention one other thing. So I went out to dinner when Elise left. I was there for an additional two nights. I went out to dinner both nights to Capitol Grill, which is one of my favorite places. And also, you know, it's expensive. And I thought maybe I'd pick yeah. up at the bar there. Mm. So I took myself to Capitol Grill. And I wanted to give you an, a guess as to I order the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's Capitol Grill or any steakhouse. I order the exact same thing every time I'm at one of these. And it's a bizarre order. And I thought I would share. So... I can guess first? Yeah, I want you to take a guess. Okay. I would say that Corinne is sitting down at the Capitol Grill. You don't want to look like you're chowing down. You want to look like you're eating, but you're also approachable. So I think you get the jumbo shrimp cocktail and a martini. So close. Wow, Chris. Pretty good guess. That's a, good, That's a good? really good guess. So. What are we talking about? Um, now, remember, this is my full meal, and there is nothing back in my hotel after, so I need to eat enough to be full. So I get two of the tuna tartare appetizers. 
Okay, that makes sense. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you eat them slowly. You have to get them at separate times, otherwise it looks like you're doing a man versus food challenge. Um, no, this is even sadder. This part I did not tell Chris. I forgot this part. So, um, okay, so you guys know my thing with Ambien. We've reviewed that several times. I, it won't work if I eat dinner. So I go there and I order. I get you know I usually sit through two martinis, blue cheese stuffed olives, right? I get two martinis. I like no olive juice in it, but blue cheese stuffed olives in it. Lemon twist. All right, I get two Some martinis. Would say there's your dinner. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I Wait, get the you're drinking two martinis on an empty stomach. For sure, yes. That's for, I don't think people really respect martinis. Two martinis on an empty stomach will put anybody on their ass. That's when I – did I ever tell you – I'll tell you about my MTV audition when I had two martinis on an empty stomach. Did I tell you about that? I think I said it on the show before. Yeah, the the dating. You mean when you were – you missed the the thing. You got booked and then you were – the dating show, no? No, no. That was blind date. Finish your story and then I'll tell you. All right, so – so, all right, I'm a Capital Girl, and so my goal was to go in, sip these martinis slowly, look, you know, sexy, sensual at the bar with the, you know, I get the olive in my mouth, and see what, what kind of talent we've got working at this, you know, walking into the bar. And then I was going to take my food to go so that I can safely take my Ambien back at my hotel room and then eat the food. Uh, and let me tell you, tuna tartare doesn't travel that well. No, so, that. <laughs> uh, so I... Uh, I want to do this, but it's Utah, and you can't. The liquor laws in Utah are bananas. So they said to me, um, okay, but you have to order something for here. Even if you don't eat it, you have to order something to have here. Because we can't give you alcohol without food because of their licensure. It depends on the licensing. Some places can. Capital Grill cannot. So she's like, you have to order something. So I was like, fine. Sautéed of steamed – sautéed – side of steamed spinach. And they brought that out. And like a weirdo, I sat with a plate of steamed spinach that I wasn't going to eat in front of me while I was sipping the martinis. And then I took the rest of my food to go. And I did the exact same thing two nights in a row. And oh, I met no one. They're like, oh, the spinach woman's back again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's super weird. No, I, I before I figure my story with the two martinis, uh, when I did that show MTV Made, or I showed this kid in Louisville how to uh, you did tell us. and meet, uh, uh, meet a kid when I went to go say goodbye to that woman. I uh, the, this black woman booked me and I had two martinis because it was her last day, which I didn't know. I don't drink martinis. So she just ordered them without telling me. And when I went to leave, I missed the door handle and I had a meeting at MTV for a show that I didn't know was going to be guy code. They oh. hadn't even named it yet. So I went to go do guy, uh, what was going to be guy code blacked out. Mm. And I didn't realize, I remember like saying something like, I remember coming to at some point and the woman goes, so is Redman attached to this project that you're pitching? <laughs> I don't know what I had said that brought up Redman. And then when I, t- I told you when I left, my uh, my agent called me at the time. And he just goes, what was that? Because mm. they must have called him immediately. Yeah. I must have been. I mean, yeah, yeah. Slurred. So I'm really impressed yeah. by that. No talent? Nothing. Capital Grill? Nothing. Is it like that in every city? No, it's usually pretty good. Salt Lake again, ups and downs of Where Salt Lake. Where would you say to somebody that's a business traveler that's single that's like, I don't really want to be on the dating house, that I do want to give myself the best chance to meet another normal person traveling on business? Hmm. Where would you think that would be? Like what city or where do you go? What if uh, if you're in a major city, Atlanta, mm-hmm. D.C., Chicago, yeah. New York, L.A., it, almost anywhere where like there'd be like 
the people handling business that are eating tonight are here. So, I, I mean, Capitol Grill is a good guess, but for me, mostly, I don't. I will go that avenue, like to start. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go to Capitol Grill. But then usually, I'll talk to the waiter, somebody that works there, and I'm like where's everybody go on Wednesday? And then they'll be like, oh, this piano bar. Or, you know, like, and that's usually where I meet people. I don't usually end up meeting them at the, because the problem with a lot of, because I'm traveling during the week and a lot of the people at Capitol Grill, they're often there for meetings or they're they're like predetermined groups. Mm. There's not that many. Um, Do you immediately scan for the wedding ring? I don't care. Okay. No. <laughs> No, no, I take I'd take out this fucking Zyto scanner before I would <laughs> bother with caring Shout about the wedding ring to the Zyto scanner. Yeah, uh, I was traveling this weekend as well. Uh, I took uh, my daughter to New York to start our program at NYU and uh, got to LaGuardia. I didn't realize how much work had been done. LaGuardia is a totally different airport. And so she flew into another terminal. Couldn't get any worse. And uh, it was it was the worst airport. And they. You can tell they're definitely like they've got Newark uh, envy, so they're trying to be big like Newark, but they're just not. But they have leveled up, and their terminals are super far apart. So you have to take a, like a city bus to get to, uh, bro. Oh no, bro, a city, the city bus to get to another terminal. Hey. And my daughter's like, yeah, I'm at Terminal C, so I'm like, Jesus. So I'm at Terminal uh, A, and I go to to the bus driver, to the bus driver, the bus driver. I go. How long to like the terminal C? He goes twenty five minutes. Excuse me. Twenty five minutes. That's so much time. I'm at the same airport my daughter is, and so I'm like, sit. The homeboy said it's gonna be thirty, like to the point where I was like, should I go get an Uber? Like, what is what? happening? That's not okay. It was insane. So uh, I get on the bus, and I haven't been to New York in a year since last summer, and I instantly was reminded. Of, and I wanted to ask you about this kind of person uh, because it instantly made me think, I wonder if Corinne has ever had a smoking hot, insane ex. Because there was... Yeah, I got tons of them. Yeah, the, but like... Oh, uh, although I think they might describe me as that. <laughs> yeah, but you're... Look. Not smoking hot, but definitely no, they're insane You're a smoke show and you're you're crazy normal. There's, there's the kind of crazy that you and I are and probably to a lesser extent Chris is. But oh, then, crazy. There, then yes. But Chris is like, I've had a job for thirty years. There, there's, so what? So what? There's the there's the other crazy that this woman was, and she was probably and I'm you rarely hear me say this. She was like an eight and a half nine in New York standards. Mm. Like I never give people a nine. She was a very attractive, uh, Hispanic woman. Uh, I don't know if she had a, a BBL, but like she got on, and I was like, oh, she's packing a little bit. She's I mean, she was noticeably attractive. She. Gets on with these two. At first, I, I noticed her luggage. I, t I told you I look at shoes and luggage. And she had a hand tattoo just on the 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 reverse of whatever your palm would be, the mm -hmm. top of your hand, which is not a tattoo that you have when you do business, mm -hmm. you know, a lot. And her luggage was kind of cheap. And she put her bag down and presented. It's just me and her in this one openly gay pimp mm. who was like three seats back from her. So she's directly across from me. We're about a seat away from the bus driver. And she puts her, her bags down and she presents her ass in my face the way like somebody that was about to breed like pit bulls would. Yeah. She like 
clasped her hands together and bent over the way like you, if you were like looking at your petunias in the suburbs, and just put her ass like uh, this three quarters of an inch away from my face. And I was like, oh, this woman is batshit. So she sits down. She's got a huge sun. And I have video of all this. She has a sun hat on. She sits down and immediately just bursts into tears. Just that she's got these black sunglasses on. Does the death become her sunglasses? Uh-huh. Tears stream. I mean, we haven't. The the doors are still open for other people to get on. We haven't done anything. And she just goes up to the bus driver. She goes, uh, can you take me to go get some cigarettes? Like, this is within the first 20 seconds. And she this is, is a bus between terminals. Between terminals. Like, you're not in. No, this was not. We were not in Queens. We were just There's at There's no bodega LaGuardia. on the way. No. <laughs> and he goes, ma'am, I think you're looking for an Uber. This is a bus. Please take your seat. He was really nice because you could tell he's used to dealing with crazy people. So she sits down, she takes her hat, she smushes it against her face as she's crying, and as the bus starts to move, her bags just both roll up and just hit the bus driver in the leg. They're just rolling on the, there's only the three of us on this bus. Oh my God. And so her two huge, gigantic plastic roller bags that look like they would be Louis, but they were like insane downtown. Fooey Vuitton. Oh, super Fooey Vuitton. So... The bus driver is just like, he just looks and he's so mad. She's crying. She's crying. She's got a newspaper next to her, her phone. Then she just gets up and she just walks to the back of the bus, just goes and sits. And then the gay pimp just, he stands up. He's got on this cheap green sweatsuit and with no underwear because he stands up to go like try and recruit her as his bottom bitch, I guess. And, like, he had no underwear on, so it's just, like, mad ass crack. This is the middle of the afternoon. And he starts, he has his arm around her, like, yeah, baby, so uh, why don't you? She's just like, get away from me. Get away from me. Her bags are at the front with the bus driver. Her cell phone and newspaper are across from me. I'm videotaping all of this. And she comes back, and then she starts trying to talk to me, like, do you have the time? And, like, just, like, I've talked to and I'm like, I don't know, no. And it, it made me think, how many people would have the looks that she does but also be as crazy as she is? Oh, and well, it allows her to, yeah, it allows her to function because she was clearly put together enough where, like, she definitely has a couple sugar daddies, at least, mm-hmm. probably, like, four or five, because she was so hot. But she was so crazy. I don't see how you could even contend. She's like the kind of person that would be shot dead breaking into a Kmart at 2 in the morning. Uh Like a a complete crazy person. So have you ever dated a crazy person, but you gave them the time of day because they were so hot and it took you a while to realize that this person is a paranoid schizophrenic, but they just happen to be a nine with an eight pack. Yeah. If you want to hear on Patreon, I'm happy to tell you yes. some famous people that very much fit in this category. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Because I've gone down the road of that athlete that everyone said is nuts. And I was like, no, he's the victim. It's, it's <laughs> not, every team didn't want him anymore, but I don't see... I don't see what they see. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then he went fucking crazy on me. And I was like, oh. Meds are a real thing. And mental health is a real thing. And now we're living in this world where people throw around, uh, Corinne, I don't want to talk to you about possibly uh, being your roommate and I stole your stuff because it's bad for my mental health. People throw that word around and it doesn't mean anything anymore. And that's terrible because it mental health should be, Corinne, you need to be careful because this person could take you somewhere really 
dangerous yeah. or insane. My uh, my uh, the the ex I had before Chris probably met her. Little so and so, call uh-huh. a little star. Uh, super cute, sexy. Just she was not a smoke show like a nine would be smoking. She was sexy, and she made everybody around her think sexual thoughts. She almost was like an X man like that. Mm. Like she would just she was, but she was she had meant and it just like anything else. It ended with her being taken away on a gurney. Yeah, because that's the that's- only way that that can end. But I think in a weird way, when you do see these stories about like some middle class guy that left his family and eventually she killed him and or convinced him to kill his wife. It's because I don't think a, a lot of people have access to people this attractive and they're just like, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to stay with this Jody Arias. Or I don't know anything oh, yeah. about She's that case. So but like, I know everything about that are, case. Yes. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Is this it, would she fall into this category? Yes. Yeah, well, she was incredibly jealous, and yeah, I mean, she killed him because he wasn't willing to be right. exclusive with her, and she didn't like that. And I honestly side with her, and she's very pretty, and she's actually in prison, I believe, in Colorado. Is she at the? Yeah, Superman? Jody's here, right? Google it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's here. Colorado's I, got some famous prison. Isn't El Chapo, El Chapo here? Supermax. That's Supermax. Supermax oh, yeah. got all them. All them. I think Ted Kaczynski before he died was here. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, so uh, really quick, because we're running a little low on time, I wanted to just touch on, I went from Salt Lake straight to St. Louis to be my friend's emotional support animal for her facelift. I saw the pictures catch us up on everything. So, um, you know, it was not what I thought. Now, I will say that she, she absolutely made the right decision. She looks phenomenal, but the recovery was very rough. So, like, we saw all these videos of, like, I don't know, people on day two, day three, like, pretty much, like, out and about. Like, you know, we thought she she we thought she'd only need a 24-hour nurse for one night. Well, it turns out the recovery was substantially more complicated. She, and you said this is a woman that has a high pain tolerance, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would say – she wasn't in pain. She was just – she couldn't see anything. Like, her – you know, she had her eyes. She had the upper and lower – I always screw that word up, blepharopasty. Um, And she had fat injected under her eyes. And she, like, basically, because they have to stitch, they do reverse stitching, like, underneath your skin. Jesus. Uh Uh-huh. It's really, really interesting. I actually, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Um, But she she had drains in her that weren't going to come out until some came out day two, some came out, like, day three. But, like... It made her, she was completely immobile. She couldn't turn her head at all. And she really couldn't see very well because, like, her eyes were all, like, glazed over. They actually do this laser protection thing on your eye. So, yada, yada. First of all, she comes out of surgery and her sister was there. I wasn't when she was in surgery. She comes out and they put, like, a netting over your face, like, kind of, like, face off that it prevents, um, uh, like, blood clotting, like, hematomas Jesus, i think yeah. and it was you know she she comes out with like her face is all swollen she's got drains everywhere she's she's got st- four rows of staples in her head because they pull back under the scalp line they pull your whole scalp off and then put it back on yeah she was like she didn't understand why her head like felt like like she f- felt weird like pressure she's like it's not painful but it felt so she asked them day two and they were like did you not watch the YouTube of the actual surgery? And it's like they fucking cut and peel back your scalp. Was it just a clip of them making no. RoboCop yeah. back from nothing? <laughs> it's gnarly. Um, so she has like a, a ton of stitches like 
you know, behind her ears, a little in front of her ears. You know, she's got a, a lot of underneath, but it was an intense recovery. And so as she's sort of recovering, I'm FaceTiming her every day and I'm, you know, so excited for her. And, I'm, and her poor sister got like the worst of it. When I got there, she was much better. And we got to kind of kick it a little bit. But unfortunately, um, she I'm not going to say her name because I just I'm not sure how public she wants to be. So we're going to keep that out of it. But I get there and she obviously, you know, all in because she had to stay for 14 days in 14 days in St. Louis. Yeah. Sorry, 12 days in St. Louis. Yeah, for recovery. She doesn't live in St. Louis. That's where the physician is. And, like, the flights and, like, all in, like, the the surgery was probably closer to 150K, which honestly sounds like a lot of money until you figure out that the Beverly Hills surgeons that are as famous as this guy are charging 250. So St. Louis is the Costa Rica of America. I I mean, sort (laughs) of. Costa Rica is still charging a solid 40. Like, you can get a facelift for 40 grand. 40 racks? Mm. And you're coming out looking good? No. Okay. (laughs) You're not coming out. You're down to Westing that. <laughs> like 50% survival right there. <laughs> I know this because my grandmother on my father's side, my father grew up very poor. My gr- mother grew up very wealthy. And, you know, like wrong side of the tracks, teenage lovers. And my father's mother wanted to get her face done because my mom's mom and my all my aunts, but she didn't really have the money for it. So she was entertaining the idea of going to Costa Rica or Mexico. And my father was just like, absolutely not, absolutely not. So she By the not- way, that's how privileged Corinne is, the wrong side of the tracks. They're yeah. still able to get a yeah. facelift. Yeah, your facelift has to come Usually from. the wrong side of the tracks is we might have to eat our cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we grow rabbits, not for, uh-huh. not for pets. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are for soup, buddy. So, yeah, so it was really, so, okay, so did, she. Did the recovery scare you off at all? No. In fact, I no, I, it didn't because I was just like, to me, I, the, the scarier part than the recovery, which I think she might agree, is that she saw that there was a list of places that they suggested you stay in. Now, remembering that you're going to have to be there for a period of time and you're going to have to have round the we ended up having to, she ends up having to have a round the clock nurse for like six days, like round the clock, because the first like three or four days you have to 20 minutes on 20 minutes off with uh, frozen peas. The whole 24 hours. So, like... Frozen peas? Yeah, we, you use that of, instead of you ice. Punch and uh, fight a bully during the Brady Bunch <laughs> taping? And so... Put a steak on your eye. On day three, she technology. wasn't... She has uh, blood pressure issues, so she should really be on essential oils. But instead, <laughs> <laughs> she's on... Good at Zyto when you need it. Uh-huh. She's, like, on an ARB or something like Cozart. And the, the her she had to go off that medication. Anyways, her blood pressure dropped severely on day three, and she passed out. And her sister caught her. If her sister hadn't caught her, she would have hit. She was like, there were several edges and corners of this hotel. Now, that brings me to the point I was getting to. So she was told, here are a bunch of places you can stay in the St. Louis area that are close enough that we suggest. One of them was a residence inn. And you want to stay somewhere that has a kitchen that, you know, this is an extended stay situation. Mm -hmm. So, and you need to have a separate, hopefully, bedroom for like the night nurse or her sister or me, whoever's coming. You don't just want like a shitty pullout couch. So when she looked at all of the ones that they had suggested, she saw a residence inn of note that was not suggested, um, but it was a duplex. And so one person is upstairs, they have their own bedroom and bathroom, the other person's downstairs, there's a kitchen, there's a master, there's a living room, and there's also an extra pull-out couch. But it was like a nice, like she's like, if I have to be somewhere for 12 days, I don't want to be in a flat room with two beds. Like I just don't want to do that. Well, she didn't ask anybody, and it turned out this was... In the hood? Oh my God. Yeah. And I really, I, I thought her sister was exaggerating, and I got there and I was like, Oh, no, 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 no. There was, the curtains were ripped. There was blood everywhere. 
Like there were just blood stains everywhere. Wait, in the room? The curtains. I thought the hotel was nice, but it was located in a bad area. No, the hotel was also not nice. <laughs> not nice. And it was there was a dance, uh, so, uh, some sort of dance championship going on. Uh, I use that term loosely. Exactly. And so how many poles were used in this dance? No, 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 no. It was children and their families. So the room across from ours, like they're all kind of like individual little townhouse looking things. Yes. My mom stayed in one of those. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the room right across from us, I counted nine people went in there and they were hooting and hollering. The kids were unattended at the pool at all hours. And the kids are like eight, like not, not older. Oh, oh, the buffet in the morning, whatever you call the continental, the free thing. I just went downstairs to get coffee, and it was savagery. Yeah. They were, you know, get, getting everything for the day, and they were, uh, they Those were are lunch pancakes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I walked in. I was like, I thought maybe they'd have a hard boiled egg or something that maybe I would snag. There was nothing. There was crumbs, and it was 15 minutes into the three hour window for this breakfast. So, anyways, uh, this goes on, and I say to I say to my friend, I'm like, okay, the best thing we could do is try and make friends, and she's like, because she's like. She didn't know what to do. She's like, I can't, I can't, like, we we couldn't, it was so loud. They were so loud. They were, they were everywhere. And there was no, like, you know, the parents were not disciplining anybody. Uh, I find that shocking. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go out on the patio and just see, because, like, maybe if I can make friends with them, like, I could perhaps, like, get them to, like, mm, agree that after 10 p.m. we keep it a little quiet, my friend, just post-surgery. Um, and so I tell her I'm going outside to do this, and... I go outside and I decide I'm going to give them a peace offering because we're leaving. We don't need all the stuff we have in the hotel. So we have paper plates and, and cups and things and, and cleaning products because we had to like fully like try and clean the room ourselves. This is what like Princess Diana would do at an African village. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I brought you candy. So I was like, I, you know, I, I just, we're flying so we can't take like this jar of Nutella or like this oatmeal, whatever the hell she had in the, in the suite. And so they were like, oh, we'll take anything. Like definitely. They said that? Yeah. Anything. They didn't even go, I had half a bag of marshmallows, and they, and they were like, yes, 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 yes. And so then I see one of them. I got dinner marshmallows. Yeah, one of them is, well, <laughs> all of them are smoking cigarettes, but one of them is holding a bottle of alcohol. And she's like, oh, she, because I brought these red Zolo cups. She's like, oh, now we have cups. And so she pours a drink, and I was like, what, what do you got there? And she's like, oh, do you want a drink? And I was like, yeah, I do. So now I'm drinking like bottom shelf tequila, which is my least favorite thing. And my friend pops out the room because I've been missing a little too long. And I'm on the other side <laughs> in between the cigarette smoke, sipping out of a red solo cock, cup, part of the hooting and hollering. That, I love it. Yeah. But you made, look. Because I did make friends. Here's the thing with people like that. They're not sad Marriott travelers that are there. Hating their ex-wife while also looking for somebody to cheat on their current spouse with. That's their like year. Well, they're yeah, kicking yeah, it. Yeah, they told so. And so there's a real palpable joy that I feel well, like you felt there. I vibed with the grandma, so it was multi generational. Yes. Family uh -huh. and the grandma was just, just not. Sh so I was like, oh, did the girls win? You know what happened? She goes. Oh, they took first, second, and third place. And I was like, that's amazing. How many places were there? And she was like, there were five teams. I'm like, huh, not as impressive, just yeah. five teams. But I was like, that's so cool. And she goes, uh, yeah. And she was at the bottom of the stairs. And she, she, you know, she's a heavy smoker, overweight. She doesn't want to go up the stairs. And so she's yelling at them from the bottom of the stairs. Top. She's like, you have my ashtray and my chair. Get my chair out. <laughs> and then 
And she's she's giving them demands, and she's only taking like two steps at a time and screaming at them. Yeah. Corinne, do you understand? And she, she had them wheel an office chair like this outside on the patio. I think what you're missing, Corinne, mm-hmm. is you could travel for the next 200 years, and you would never pack your ashtray. No. Do you and understand this is definitely a non-smoking how, Oh, for sure. Yeah. You think whenever you're bringing your ashtray, uh-huh. you're about to do some smoking. Yeah. And that means you don't smoke without that fucking right. ashtray. Right. That ashtray has been there through the prices, right? Do you? Through four hosts of the family feud. You, that ashtray has been around and can tell some stories. You want to know what you could use essential oils for? If you've got to pack your ashtray and you don't want the rest of your shit to smoke, you know how hard that would be to travel with an ashtray, especially after you've used it on the vacation? Oh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's that's where I wait. Could was see. this a smoking hotel? At all? No, it wasn't. I mean, they didn't care what. I mean, you also aren't supposed to leave eight year olds unattended at night at the pool. But like nobody was. There was nobody checking anything. Yeah, there's. A, um, it yeah. was a messy situation. And lastly, while we're on the topic of this this old woman, I wanted to just divulge some old lady behavior. And one of the main things I learned from you, I learned it from you, Dad. Yes. <laughs> okay. Made I, me proud. I want to say this is not this is not a bit this is not I'm not saying that because I am I'm my underwear is so sweaty right now I cannot stand being hot I will not visit my parents in Delray Beach Florida because I don't want to be in hot climate I'm looking into a vacation I can take between Christmas and New Year's and I will not go to Mexico I will not be going to South America I will only be going somewhere that's snowing or cold I cannot stand being hot so I decided that I was just going to go all in and get myself a neck cooling device Oh, because you put it on me here I didn't know it existed if you don't know I will put a picture of this up it's it's literally like a tiny air conditioning unit. It looks like headphones when you're not yes. listening to them. And it blows cold air. So I decide I'm going to buy this. I get this thing. I actually bought it. I had wanted it for July 4th because people were doing things in the park. And I was like, not without a cooling fan. Yeah. It's too hot. It didn't come in time. Anyways, so I finally get it. I go on a hike with it. And I swear to God, it has not left my neck since. I'm only not wearing it here because I... I had it it's too loud. The door, buddy. It's well, obviously, because this place is. <laughs> it, yeah, it's outside. Too, but yeah. But I have now. Off. I packed it. I brought it with me to Salt Lake. I am now. And wait, I did the Mormon Temple with it. And one of the the guides that they're all stationed everywhere because if you're trying to do a self guided tour, they don't really. They're trying to inter- intervene. Right. And they were like, "I'm sorry, Miss Miss." And I was like, "We're fine. I, I've already been here like 20 times." And they were like, "No, no, no. Could you tell me what's around your neck?" And I was like. It's definitely not offensive. Um, uh, air cooling device, and she was like, "Oh, I've seen other people. I didn't know what it was." And I'm like, "They are the best now." It's only exclusively elderly people. Now, uh, and I'm, you and have to have an air. You, you've weirdly, Corinne, you've entered the church of Val with the neck cooling, and right now you're at. Uh, I'm surprised you don't have a neck heater. You're level one. Mm. Level two, put a little Vicks vapor rub or whatever. Something smells good underneath, like the little pressure points in your neck. It cools it down even more, and you get a nice little scent. Ironically, I mean, an essential oil. I was going to say, I think the word right you're there. looking for is an essential oil. Yeah, and level three is like when you get those those uh, whatever those like scientific towels that are wet, but they're not. I wet. have those. You put, the, and put that on with the neck cooler. Oh, with it. Yes. Well, if you're outside, I'm still at level one. But I wanted to mention one other thing uh, that also was real, real old lady behavior. Ah, <laughs> uh, do you see? Can you see a bruise on my elbow? Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I took a spill in the shower, Ooh. and I damn near cracked my head open, and I'm thinking about installing a fucking bar. Yeah. I was like, I live alone. I was f- 
flat out, I slammed my elbow into the glass door. I thought I shattered the door. Wait, what ha- What? Walk us through this. Okay. I slipped, okay? I was coming out of the shower. Get, okay. No, I was using uh, this, like, new benzoyl peroxide wash thing on my feet. If you don't wash your feet, you're disgusting. And I have some new stuff I was using. And I guess it didn't wash all the way off. So when I stepped off the bath mat to grab the towel, I just slipped. It's a 2023 banana peel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just, I just am I'm really, I don't know how I went from vibrant 27-year-old to neck fan yeah. need life alert. It's just, it, 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 it's just the thing where you want to die either on a mattress at 99 or kind of cool, you know, in your own private jet, going to your next gig, plane goes down and the Bermuda Triangle, still kind of cool death Oof. if you got to go. The chances that either one of those are remote, what's probably going to happen is something super embarrassing where you fall off a ladder trying to hang a plastic Santa and impale yourself yeah. on a fence, or you fall out of a tub at your aunt's house and she finds you butt naked with your legs spread in a way where, like, even though she knows you're dead, she didn't cover your face, just your lower half because you're so exposed uh-huh. that it's, like, illegal for you to leave you like that. It's, like, it's it, no one wants to un- – I've always wanted to say – I've wanted to always pitch a show where, like, people come back from the dead not to solve a murder but to just be like, yo, I was not looking up that kind of porn. I had a heart attack and my face fell forward and yeah, I hit yeah, the yeah. keyboard. Like, so Because I, I don't know that's such a weird way because what if you fell and died? It happens uh-huh. all the time. I have a, a like – distant cousin that uh he we he was found he was staying at my uncle's house and he was found in the backyard he was probably mid-50s at this point in the backyard covered in soap and naked just dead and what really had happened is that he had what what he realized was a heart attack in the shower ran out of the shower to try and get help or find, you know, the phone and somehow ended up in the backyard and that was the last breath he took. <laughs> so he was naked with, like, soap on him. Yeah, that's, like, the way uh, that show Six Feet Under used to start. Yeah, <laughs> where yeah, Where there'd yeah, just yeah. be, like, a random death. I know I just lost anybody under the age of 40. I know, I love that show. But it was such a cool show. What a weird way to die. But let's get to people that are alive. Yeah, and please. And there are effing swimmers please. who have written us and... Uh, this uh, this one, uh, yeah, we're gonna bring this home. Uh, the title is "Funny Dating App Picks, etc." This is a two-parter, so I feel like we're gonna do part one now, and we're gonna drag, we're gonna click and drag part two over to our Patreon. Okay. All right. So, and if you want to be a Patreon member, if you want to drink with us, because our patron is called Buzzed Corinne has entered the chat. And I have a new alcohol-free drink that oh. been, that Figlia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's love right. That. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you want to join and we do we do video and audio for Patreon and uh, you can hear some of these stories there, you can find us at just my safe word is more. And if you want to send us an email, it's my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. All right. Let me hear it. Yes. All right. Let's do this. It says, hi, Corinne and Al. It's Stacy from NTRA. Uh, that's in all caps. I really. <gasps> yeah. I know. It's my friend Stacy. Yes. She used to work at. at NTRA is the stock exchange for my previous company, Natera. Oh, okay. See, I didn't. I wasn't sure if I oh, was Stacey, if I was supposed hi. to say like intro or something. Like no, no, I no. don't know if that was one of your hip hop terms. <laughs> uh. <laughs> wow. 
I didn't know. <laughs> and you don't want to say that, and it's all embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, whatever, Dad. Anyway, uh, it says, I religiously listen to your podcast and love it. We love you too, baby girl. Uh, I also have a crazy. I, I also have crazy dating crap sent to me from guys or other women's experiences. Here are some you can share if you'd like. Uh, the first one, obviously, we will post these on our regular Instagram, and then mm-hmm. the other Patreon will post it. But this one says from an anonymous member, "This looks like uh, this looks like Tinder." It says, "Hi, ladies. My boyfriend of five months had a very large maxi pad." pad fall out of his bag yesterday and i believe it's a male urine slash sweat leakage guard he seemed very embarrassed about it and put it back in his bag super quick anyone's boyfriend or husband wear them he's really sensitive talking about certain stuff so i don't want to ask and uh oh you wear them yeah but mine are from my so i'm like maybe see yeah pit sweat but i don't know why it would be an extra large mat I think in the fact that it was just one. See, my my maxi pads come in twos, like the like. Uh, oh, like, the but Bible. they're officially for armpit sweat. You're not going to get. No, I buy. I got Kotex. Oh, you do. I have. got always with wings. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Unless I want to go get the uh, get the shot under my armpit, no. but like I don't want that. And it's like it's gonna come out somewhere with else. With the TV lights, it's usually not a problem. But if I do coffee and Adderall and like a light yeah. blue suit jacket. Pit sweat just is distracting. Very. And so I don't mind it. I don't care about that. My thing is, like, should this guy be close enough with this woman to be like, look, every time I see you, I pee a little bit. Okay. If you got incontinence, I'm out. No. No, 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 boo. Yeah. Because this seems like it's, it's it, she said, very large. Like, I just have regular maxi pads. The fact that this is a human being. That clearly knows. I like how you're she, justifying. She knows. Well, she knows what maxi pads look uh-huh. like. So a dude might be like, I don't know what they look like. She knows what a maxi pad looks like. And for her to specify a very large. Well, I thought where this was going is that. It seems like an, a male underwear sitch. That's yeah, not a well, diaper. Well, he should get depends. And I, like, well, let's he's not. He can't. He's a young guy. Uh, is she? He can. It's. They don't age check when you go to buy depends. I know, but like if he's still trying to smash, you can't take your depends off and be like, "Yeah, girl, put that ass in the air." Well, you you got to go to a urologist if you're if you're peeing. I mean, it's not like he had a like yeah, when women have babies a, and they can't like I, yeah. I, I mean, she seems very uh, Stacy's my age. Y- yeah. Well, this but is she's a, descri- she's giving you stories, yeah, right? Yeah, not so her own. I but the thing is, if this if this person's writing in that means that they're at least young enough to know that, like, oh, there's online forums and things like that. This ain't no 75-year-old woman. This is a woman that's with a, a guy that's of young, youngish right. dating age and she is embarrassed, too. So I just think – and you're like, go to a doctor. But, you know, we were talking about the snoring the other day. You, you go to the doctor. The doctor's going to be like, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of times the doctor's like, I don't know. I think you just pee a little bit. What do you think? There's a surgery no, just for like a little bit of pee? There sure fucking is. You can't be digging around the fucking penis like that. There's a lot of nerve endings, bro. You ha- it's If it's more than a dribble, you have a clinical issue that a urologist would need to step in for. If, you, if, you're, if you're peeing enough for a maxi pad, I guarantee it's got to be sweat. I mean, but hopefully they, they got sweaty balls and stuff. Now you can put baby powder. People, we, we've mastered. No, I'm still thinking yank. he's putting this under his arm. One gigantic maxi. What's well, the other? Only one fell cool out. As fuck? <laughs> only one fell out. Maybe there was that was his backup, or 
I think this is. I, I, I'm I saying, think this is sack yank. Oh, 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 I don't. I would absolutely address it, and then I would call him that in all the text threads to my friends, <laughs> and I would openly mock him like I'm doing on this podcast. <laughs> because now you know what it is. If you bring it up, that means that he knows that should he ever cheat or he wants to break up. That's like the first thing he's like, look, Corinne, I'm tired of your shit. I hate your podcast with you and Al. Get your shit and get out. The first thing, like, whatever, sack yank. Yeah, of course. I'm going to be in your nasty ass bed anyway, you stank crotch mother. Yeah. Like, you know, you're going to get Take your maxi pads and go home. You are going to get lit yes. up. I mean, he, you have a draw four on top of a royal flush. Yeah. Like, there's no way. And what's he going to do? Start some shit online? You want right. to start taking some pictures, Doc? I'm trying to think. I have never. So I do lots of weird things. Like I just, I just, I, I do the whole like Eminem on eight, eight Mile. Like I just, I diss myself and I tell you everything. Yeah. Originally, like I am a, I am a very sweaty person. I hate it. There's nothing I can do about it other than get a neck fan. Yeah, but but I mean, would this be everything else is perfect, Corinne? I, I've got something to just. Please, oh, Chris. Yes. There's a gross new term called gooch grease. <gasps> Gooch grease has been trending lately. It's when a guy's nether region can't stay dry due to a combination of sweat and other stuff. Yeah. According to some reports, some guys have supposedly resorted to wearing maxi pads to deal with it. <gasps> oh my God. If the, First of all, if it's a term, a lot of people are a dealing lot of people. with it. And Somebody if on Reddit it's was trending, like, it's resonating with a lot of people. Holy shit. That, if you think about it, would it be that crazy if you were like, hey, I dated a guy or a girl or anybody? And Who they, had an oil slick in his crotch? Yeah. But would it be that crazy if they were like, oh, they had excessive armpit sweat? You're like, oh, that sucks. But I, you wouldn't fall out of your chair. I mean, no. it's the same kind of situation. No, no, if no, it's you not. you have a lot of sweat glands concentrated somewhere, best case scenario is going to be your pit. Some people, it might be their back. And some people, it might be, look, it's, think about your crotch. Dark, no, no, no. Your hot down crotch there. sweats for sure. I, the, what Normally, he's describing is it, more than is just abnormal. sweat. This is gooch grease. Oh, stop a saying company, that. A company started and is still in business. So that means that there's a lot of people that that resonates with. Well, get some fucking gold bond. And then, me, you know, like, look, in this heat, like, I showered after the gym this morning. I will shower before I go. Like, I would take multiple showers just because it's, it's hot and I'm not trying to. Like, I, I don't want, like, the, like I hate post-sweaty Corinne. Like, I've been very sweaty in this room. Yeah, I, I shall be rating this one out of five stars on your Yelp page. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will absolutely shower. Like, so if you everything have... else is perfect, except for my man needs some goose grease. Before you say it's a deal breaker, think about, like, your perfect dude. And it's just this. Other than that, he's just like, I don't want to have kids either. I got dough. We jet set anywhere you want. You well, yes, obviously you... I'll overlook it if he's tall and hot. I mean, there's – I once overlooked illiteracy. So, yeah. But I just feel like ideally this is not – they should have their own dating app or something. Yeah. Well, I mean – They're pariahs. You shouldn't be – so the product the, – the actual symptom or the the, the disease is called <laughs> gooch grease. No, that's – the... That's the trending term. For it. It's not the product, Al. Did you think that was the medical term? Oh, I thought gooch no, grease. No, you're saying it's like a product. No, it's the, it's the, the diagnosis. Are resorting to wearing maxi pads to deal with Wait, but Chris, are, uh, what, can you look up what kind of products? Because there's sweaty balls, right? 
I've heard sweaty. I've heard that advertised on podcasts. I haven't heard as much sweaty balls. And then, what's the other one? For your crotch. Gold Bond. What year are you watching I, Matlock? <laughs> Gold Bond. I'm in my old lady era. It's Jesus. Gold Bond or nothing. It's No, there's sweaty balls and then there was like uh, one other like ball something. Like where they just dig right into it. They're like. This is part. B- ball sack uh, cure or something. Like they're not trying to give a cute name with it. There's one other possibility. This okay. Man writes. I love wearing panties and I love wearing maxi pads. The pads feel so good. What? Okay, that's a sexual thing. Ay vey. I ha- look, everyone, all girls, before you learn how to use a tampon, you you start with the training wheels, right? You start with pads. Everyone pretty much graduates from pads because no one it's you don't want to be in a diaper. You don't want to be sitting in your own filth. Oh. Oh, so I, so, so women don't like wearing them. I I I'm saying I don't understand what the what the so, Pleasure oh, would be. I, I thought that people wore pads with the wings in case they didn't want to insert anything because of the toxicity. Toxic shock syndrome? Yes. I, most of us don't believe in that. I think that's horseshit. Uh, <laughs> I, I realize there are proven cases of it, but I still, um, no, that's, yeah, that's for people, yeah, who don't, but most, I, I don't, I don't know a single woman ever, ever in the history of time that has using is using pads instead of tampons wow okay well also like I, but this is also because i'm corinne and all my friends are like me we all i've worn g-string underwear my first pair of g-string when i was in ninth grade and i never went back so you can't really wear a pad with g-string you would have to have full back underwear now people are doing that disgusting uh, don't come for me here there's the underwear what's it called boy shorts no it's period underwear that you just can period free bleed thing. in Ooh. Yeah, and they're selling the shit out. I'm like, no, thank you, no, thank you. So, anyways, but, but more to the point is like the it's not like a comp. <coughs> it sucks. We can all agree it sucks. I don't know why you would like that. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Oh, okay, so all right. Well, I mean, that's just, I just didn't. Thank I, you for your contribution. I, I enjoyed. Mm, yeah. Okay. So sort of learning about. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to find any of these. Okay, this guy, I want to ask you about this picture, and obviously it'll be on your Instagram. It's a Tinder. It's a guy that's got my middle name, Ben. He's 30, professional dungeon master, cat dad, 6'1". Hi, yeah, yeah. He took the picture. It's Tinder friendly, but it— Oh, I— mm, Okay, and that what, is, tell everybody what you're looking at. This belongs fucking He's got, like, an enormous boner in this photo. He has a terrible body. Terrible underwear that he's weirdly like folded over so that like I think he's doing that to push his boner out so uh-huh. it looks yeah. more formidable. I mean, it looks like my man is packing, but you can make your you've got to have something to work with. But I feel like it's this like, is this is horrible because is, when you're really packing, you can do the soft press against the leg. You can you could also just wear gray sweatpants or something. You don't need this is so aggressive. You I'm surprised Tinder didn't kick and, him off. I was wondering like what are the it's, Tinder rules in terms of like I don't know. I mean, this is a ridiculous. I I hate this man. I hate him. I hated him when you said cat dad and professional dungeon master, but I really fucking I do not I do not like him. Okay. No. And uh, the next episode we are going to talk about because uh, she's got some questions ab- about just yeah, yeah. profiles and things that bother her. This last one I want to ask you about, and I want you to tell everybody what you're looking at. Oh. It's a Tinder profile. Well, first of all, his name is Moon. Yes. And also, earlier I said I hung out with Warren Zapp. I, I always get confused. I also hung out with Warren Moon. 
Those are different people. Very different people. So maybe I hung out with Warren Moon and not Warren Sapp. I think I hung out with both of them. You probably did. They're both Warren in, Moon for sure. They're both in these streets. Okay. 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 All right. Um, okay. So this is a father-son weird stepbrothers photo. It is a stepbrothers yeah. photo, but they're not trying to be funny. No. Nope. No. They're very serious in this. Um, and they're both in like full regalia. I don't know what armed forces. I don't. This could be the SS looks, for all I know. That looks like the There's <laughs> a lot Navy. of medals and stuff. And um, does it say anything or just you're just looking at the picture? I'm just looking. Well, is it ever okay to have a picture of one your, of your parents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have my mom in a bikini in one of mine because I think it like gives you an idea. Like, I'll be hot also. Like, she, oh. she keeps it together. Mm-hmm. I am shocked by that. I did not know that parents would be okay. I don't think my mom's okay with it. No, I wouldn't say that she. I don't think she should be. I don't think. Um, sh- I mean, because sh- if I'm looking at that and I am a creep, I think that the mom and daughter are a package duo. Ay ay ay! It's on your profile. Huh. Y'all are in bikinis. It's not like I'm assuming you have a mother, so she must be down. Like you're putting it out there. Um. Anything in the picture, I can probably have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna find this picture and put it up on the Instagram of my mom and I because uh, I think you guys would think it was funny. Um, okay, so, Al, I cannot sit here any longer. But I, I want to just do one more thing. In. Read what this guy's profile said. This is my new favorite Bumble that I saw while I was in St. Louis. Okay, it says Chris forty two six three putting in as little effort as possible. And I mean, look, you saved it. I did. I thought it was Any absolutely. Did you reach out? No. Okay. No, he wasn't cute. All right. Bring us home. <laughs> I'm I'm dehydrated. Uh, Corinne, you have made it one hour and 18 minutes in one of the hottest rooms in I the just, state I can't. of Colorado. I'm so uncomfortable. And I feel like there should be scientists with a two-way mirror looking at you and writing stuff down on a clipboard. But you made it because you're a goddamn professional. You're my sister. You're my friend. And you are the person that's going to tell everybody where they can find us. Uh, my safe word is more Instagram. My safe word is more Patreon. And then, uh, like we said earlier, if uh, you want to send us an email, my safe word is yes. more advice. And email. on our Patreon, they can see my review of the Dallas United uh, sure can. Air Lounge. And there's tons of extra content on there, so come find us. Absolutely. Everybody, shout out for Corinne. She did it. I'm, I'm very proud of you. I look like shit, you guys. I had to put my hair up. I've got flop sweat. Yeah, you know, Ugh. still gorgeous. You're glowing. Jesus. Guys, remember, keep your head above water and... Okay. That's not the one no, we're using. No, we changed it. Chris didn't it? like that one. What was it? It's not a podcast about life. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, remember, it's not a podcast about life. It's a podcast about essential oils. Please subscribe to <laughs> Love You Guys. Love you. Holy mother of God. You get out of here. I don't know how you this, did that. This, there's zero air on it. No. Oh.